welcome back to Gridiron Gamble, the only podcast that puts its money where its mouth is. I'm your host, Rich Ryan, and I'm joined by my fellow members of the collective, Bert Minotti, Brett Colson, Donnie D.P. Peters, and the resident moose himself, Mo Nuwara. We are 13-12 and 12 in the Las Vegas Super Contest after a 3-2 and two Week 5, putting us tied for 424th. Don't celebrate too hard. You would know that already if you visited our sponsor, FantasySuperContest.com. More about them in a bit. Needed Donnie's card last week, guys. Four and one in his top five DP. Uh, you feeling as good this week as you did last week? I feel like I'm going to go 14 and 0 this week. Wow. I feel so confident. There's one game that's iffy, one game that's a little bit iffy, but other than that, um, yeah, I'm likely going to blow my load at the sports book. One week. game. I was going to say professional. One game that's iffy. That's it. I, I, moved, I moved games around on this card. I kept saying like, oh, okay, sorry. Let me say that my number one pick, which we'll find out eventually, I, I locked them in at number one. But other than that, I was like, this game could be number two. No, this game could be number two. Uh, let's slot this one up. And I, I didn't have any sort of qualms about what I did below my number one pick. Minus my last pick, who was also stuck there. So, I love it, guys. I absolutely love it. For the season, Donnie's record for his top five mirrors the contest. He's also at 13-2. and two. And Mo, you are 13-12, uh, excuse me. And Mo is 13-12 and 12 as well. Uh, but Mo is, as always, in every way, shape, or form, the antithesis of DP and hates this week's card. Mo, you said last night in the Skype chat, you wish you could just submit your top two and leave it as that. What's going on? You guys are going to have to carry the load this week. So does that mean no bitching and complaining with the card? No, of course not. (laughs) No, the bitching and complaining is going to come. It wouldn't be Mo. It wouldn't be the collective without the whining and crying on Sunday. Uh, Three of us last night were on the home dog the San Diego Super Chargers, and they, of course, covered. So in the Super Contest, home dogs are now 16-8 and eight against the spread. Uh, the only person that was not on them was Donnie, who is now 0-6 <laughs> when picking his favorite team in professional football. Uh, any game, including the San Diego Chargers, uh, Donnie has completely bricked. And uh, for Lone Wolves, uh, we are now 40%. On Lone Wolves, uh, 13 and 20. Not good, guys. But that means if three hosts are on a game and uh, one is off, so a majority, we're picking at 60%, which... Uh, yeah, that's that's a good thing. That's pretty That's pretty impressive. So I think uh, uh, the collective is quite strong. Got some more tickets last week. Did not get uh, a Oakland ticket from my arch nemesis, Piper got paid but you guys can send in your picks against the super contest spread it's easy guys just pick one game uh send it to us via twitter at gridiron gamble or email gridiron gamble podcast at gmail.com if you get it right we'll give you a ticket into our little raffle to give out some prizes Don, you want to run down uh, some of the prizes real quick of course uh First up, we have a special digital watch from One Face. We have this is this is one of my favorite prizes that I think I've ever heard of, and I'm a little bit sad that I'm not getting one. And that's the that's the Cleveland Browns, uh, Cade McDown, Josh McCown jersey, whatever the hell his name is. Um, we're gonna give away a Gridiron Gamble T-shirt, a twenty-five dollar NFL Shop gift card, a pizza party on the collective, which means that we'll uh, we'll hook you up with some pizzas up to twenty-five dollars in value. And then we have a, a copy of Good Teams Win, Great Teams Cover by Pat Haggerty. That's a collection of sports betting advice for college and pro football, as told by Pat Haggerty, uh, through detailed examples and real-life situations that he's been in. And, you know, there's no better way uh, than learning through example. And uh, Pat is that example, so you don't have to be the one going through it. You can just read his stories, which a lot of them are candid, a lot of them are embarrassing and pretty funny. Uh, so this book is a, it's a really cool book with some lessons to be learned as well. And this is a total free roll, guys. So just send us your pick. Have some fun. Maybe you'll win something at the end. Uh, and uh, yeah, that that's it. At Gridiron Gamble on Twitter. Gridiron Gamble Podcast at gmail.com. And speaking of the Cade McCown, Josh McCown jersey. 
We tracked down Cade McNown's agent. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. That's right. We're going to try to make it happen. <laughs> try to get uh, the damn thing done. That's got to be a first for him as far as requests go. <laughs> like not even close. And how does he still have an agent? I don't know. He probably has like a used car dealership. Well, or okay. We tracked down his, his former agent, which we don't know yet if it is still his current agent. But he's got his number. Like you probably. Yeah. And when you're, you know, and when you're, you're a NFL QB, you probably still have an agent for post on field activities, you know, TV, stuff like that. Commercials, whatever it is. Right. I mean, if Luke is getting commercials, come on, Verizon, give hook up Cade with something. He deserves it. Um, one thing I did want to mention, and you'll hear us reference it, I think, more often now. We've used it previously, but uh, now the information is more relevant. Uh, we'll be mentioning DVOA, uh, which is short for Defense Valued Adjusted Over Average, but you don't have to do all that. This isn't a math test. Basically, Football Outsiders takes every single team uh, and puts them in a ranking based upon their performance against other teams. Uh, now, in the first weeks of the season, this data is kind of mumbled because we don't know the identities of these teams and we don't know how to adjust uh, too much. But as more information comes in, uh, this data becomes more effective and a bit more predictive. So, Instead of looking at a team uh, that has a bunch of yards, right? Like, let's say they get some empty calories in a game against a bad team. Uh, this way, we can measure offenses, defenses, and even total teams uh, more efficiently. So, if you guys want to check out more information, uh, footballoutsiders.com, those guys do amazing work. And you'll, you'll, I feel like, me personally, I'll be leaning on DVOA uh, much, much more heavily uh, now that we have five weeks under our belt. But let's get to week six. And there is, once again, one pick that is very strongly ranked across the board. In fact, Brett is the only person to not have it as their number one pick. But he had it number two. Uh, not really, I'm scared about this one. I don't know. <laughs> you had it number two, so you shouldn't be too scared. I'm yeah, I'm not too scared. The, uh, the wrong team is favored. It is a home dog. It's the New Orleans Saints, plus the three, against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Cam, 100% to play? Uh, we understand that? Is that a thing? Anybody? It's, it's probably ne- it's never a thing, is it? The old concussion protocol? Is he uh, riding? Are there any more pictures of him riding around on a Segway, helmetless? Just let that idiot get within shouting distance of a defender. <laughs> And, uh, so the problem is they don't have any defenders in New Orleans. He's going to get headhunted yeah. again. Yeah, that is uh, that is the problem. Uh, Mo, let's start with you. Um, you saw this line and immediately freaked out in the Skype chat. Uh, <laughs> where are you feeling here? This is just like the most beautiful situational spot, right? I mean, you got the Saints at home, which... We all know this team is complete and utter trash on the road. Um, they are coming off a bye, and they're getting the Panthers on short rest off a Monday night game. It's just like not even fair. And then uh, you factor in, even though Carolina is a better football team than the Saints, this team can't stop the pass at all. So Drew Brees at home, you know he's going to be ready to carve somebody up. Uh Man, I just I can't believe the Saints aren't favored here. Uh, I've been uh, nobody has been driving the fade the Saints bus more uh, more enthusiasm than I I have the last few years. But uh, this is a great spot for them that uh, I definitely won't be passing up. Yeah, you've I, you've definitely should definitely be favored. You've definitely been against Saints, which makes me feel a bit more comfortable about this pick. I mean, even though, I mean, it's pro football, even our number one pick is still uh, in danger, as you can see from the Browns last week. Carolina 22nd against the pass uh, per DVOA. So it looks like, guys, you can't just trot out uh, rookie cornerbacks and uh, call it a day. It looks like that's not a thing uh, in pro football. Who would it? Who would Oh, and don't forget, uh, this is down to 2.5 on pinnacle. So correct. That's the strongest move there is in football off of three. So 
huge deal there. Too. Don, Donnie, you said that you penciled this in and then went on your merry way. Uh, what made you pencil it in number one and, and leave it there? I don't understand this line at all. I capped it as Saints minus three. I don't get it. I probably still, I, you know, I capped it as Saints minus three and I wouldn't have had a problem taking the Saints minus three in this game. Um, I'm not big on the Panthers at all. Uh, like most said, Saints at home with a strong passing attack. I love them against this uh, weakened Carolina defense. I kind of like that. I mean, I don't care who plays quarterback, but if Cam Newton plays quarterback, I like it. I mean, he's just one hit away from being CTE again and just being out. And I don't think that, you know, when you come off two concussions and get battered like he has been all year, you're going to be a little hesitant in the pocket, hesitant with running, and running is such a big part of his game. Uh, Saints are 6-3 and three as home dogs with Drew Brees. They're coming off a bye, again, like Mo said. Um, yeah, home dogs, 17-8 and eight against the spread in the Super Contest this year at 68%. I love it. I really just love it. We got to tell our boy it's 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 sixteen and eight, not seventeen and eight. Our, our our good friends at Fantasy Super Contest keep counting that Jacksonville cover in London as a home dog when they were. That's in. more of a well, home game. That's more of a home game than in Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. Come on, it it, yeah. it, it is. Did, Did you, you see home the crowd? <laughs> I mean, it's... they play there every year. I don't know. <laughs> NFL hates yeah. just just cancel the London game if you're going to send them the Jags every year. I mean. <laughs> No, well, the Jags owner wants to go there. He's the one that signed the big contract. Shaka Khan. He possibly wants to play half of his games over in London. Brett, this is an interesting game for you. I broke down team data in our personal spreadsheet here. Brett, when picking games that include the Panthers is 4-1, and one, but when picking games with the Saints is Wote, 0-4. Yeah, I hate the, <laughs> I hate the Saints. Absolutely hate them. But this is just too good a spot, right? Everything most said is right. Uh, the Panthers also now without their best cornerback. James Bradbury's out. He's the only cornerback who actually looks like an NFL player. So, I mean, Drew Brees at home against this defense. You just have to take this. It's just the right side. The Saints are the right side here. So, uh, I don't have it as my number one, but I'm pretty confident. Not quite as confident as Donnie. I, I capped this one as a pick. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think there's too many points we're getting here. All right, well, let's get to your number one selection. And I think that it is the Loom Game of the Week. I don't know if we can call it a Loom. Because the really? Eagles were a Loom last week, too. Uh, it's 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 up there. It's definitely too sharp for own good. What, what makes you so confident in the Redskins as two-and-a-half-point home dogs? I mean, what does Mo always call NFC East games? Coin flips? Yeah, I'll take the home dog here. I don't even know why the Eagles are favored, honestly. The, the Redskins are quietly playing really well. They won three in a row. Defense completely shut down Baltimore last week. Yeah, I know it's Baltimore, but still, I mean, this Redskins defense has... We've been talking about them as being the worst all season, and they're actually playing better of late. And while they were beating up on Baltimore last week, the Eagles were losing to Detroit. So... I still think Philly's being overvalued, and while I don't like this Redskins team very much, I think they get an outright win here with a big game from Kirk Cousins. I think this is one of those games where Cousins just shows up and uh, silences the haters. Mo, who was all against the Redskins last week, also has this game in his top five. I've got it right outside at an eight, at a 14, and Donnie is a lone wolf. On you know it. The EAGL, yeah. ES Eagles. Tell us why we should know it. Tell us why you don't like that. I started to tell you a little bit last night. This is the next level shit that I had to bring to the table this week. Okay. So last week after the Redskins game, the first thing Kirk Cousins said when he got to the podium is he greeted the media and he asked for an update on the Nationals game. Clearly his head is elsewhere when he's worried about the Washington Nationals so much. He was likely very worried about the Washington Nationals last night. The Washington Nationals lost, okay? And now that they lost, Kirk Cousins' head is going to be a little bit more screwy than it is every week. The Eagles are the far superior team here. I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to have a good game. I like the Eagles to have a really good game. Bounce back from last week. Uh, Carson Wentz is certainly going to bounce back from last week. They're going to go down to Washington. They're going to be up for a divisional game, and they're going to come out the winners. You can't... What 
you can't. Now, my I would have been on the other side had the Nationals no, won the game. No, come on, impossible. Just so you guys know, impossible. No, it's possible. If, if anything, this is the reason we're not going to have Redskins on the card, I'm going to be really pissed off. If anything, shouldn't his head be more clear now that that series is over? He can focus. No, nope, not by my logic. This is terrifying. You call I'll that? Say that. You call that? I mean, logic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look. Here's the thing about that that game last week, um, where they allegedly shut down the Ravens. Terrence West still ran for ten yards a carry. The Ravens just refused to run the ball. The Ravens suck though. If the Eagles come out and just run the ball, this Redskins team still can't stop the run. I mean, if they just come out and hand the ball to Ryan Matthews, they might just roll over the Redskins. But uh man, I think there's line value here too, so I had to fire Redskins. Plus two and a half. I this game should be a pick 'em. This game just screams too sharp for own good. Everything about it. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, the Dolphins are too sharp for own good. That's that's mm, too sharp. For own good. Yeah, but the number's just so good at seven and a half there. Like I can stomach that number more than two and a half. Like two and a half, you lose a close game, you don't cover. I don't know. Two and a half's not even like a real number to me. Like you need to win outright, and I just don't trust the Redskins to win outright against any professional football team. We just need to did it three times in a row. Yeah. I mean, right side. I definitely agree. But the right side. Gotta be the right side. The the right side is the winning side, (laughs) eventually. So Uh, let's run through number two picks real quick um, uh, before we get to the Lone Wolves. Mo, you are on Baltimore again. This time at number two. You had them in your top five last week, and now they're number two. This is a consensus pick, though. Uh, tell us why you love Baltimore so much. You guys know why I love Baltimore. It's because I hate they're the Giants. Because playing the G-Men. How is Baltimore plus three? They're better than the Giants. This Man, the Giants are so bad. Just watching that team... Uh, just blow pieces of dick all over the field last week. <laughs> How they managed to cover. Illum had their hands full, did absolutely everything they could. I wouldn't be surprised if Illum take the week off this week after how hard they had to work to get uh, the Giants across the finish line last week. That was amazing. This O-line might be the league's worst. I mean, they they might be the league's absolute stone worst. And this Ravens defense is pretty good. Uh, Looking across the board, Brett had the Ravens, but in his lower tier. And Donnie and I had the Ravens, but as our very last selection. So we will see if despite being low, if the consensus gets this in the top five. Uh, Donnie, I'm going to hold off on your number two pick for a second and skip over to mine. Uh, I've got the Texans minus three over the Colts. It is not a consensus pick because uh, Mo has the Colts in his top five. Uh, so I'm sure we'll hear from him in a second. I just love the spot for uh, Houston after getting totally mollywopped on the road by the Vikings. Uh, they get to come home against a super soft defense. It, it is night and day what Brock Osweiler and company are going to see across the line on Sunday. The Colts can't stop a nosebleed right now. Uh, They are 31st in defense DVOA, 30th against the pass, 31st against the rush. Just feels like a real get-right game uh, for all those guys. Fuller, Hopkins, Miller. uh, Just seems like they could put up 30 even more in this game. Yeah. uh, They're going to score 40 in this game. And on the other side of the ball, uh, I know you're going to want to close your ears for this one, Donnie, but Jadavian Clowney is elite. Elite. Amazing uh, against the pass. Still learning against the run, uh, but as a bull rusher, as uh, a speed guy, he is just a nightmare uh, on the corner. 
and uh, nobody leads, nobody gets sacked as often as the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, our buddy uh, Jim Saunas from Numberfire had a stat yesterday uh, where the Colts are giving up something ridiculous, uh, like, what was it, nine points uh, per game because of sacks. It's it's just unbelievable how poor that offensive line is and how they continue to scheme uh, with deep dropbacks that put Andrew Luck in harm's way. So I think this is a total get-right game for the Texans. I think they roll and take control of the division. Mo, tell me why I'm wrong. Well, I actually capped this as a fairly close to a fair line, but just objectively speaking, I like the Colts plus three here. Um, we're getting a nice number. The Texans are an absolute disaster. This team is so bad. When on, they offense. Were three, on offense, on offense, at football. When they were three, no, and one, on football offense, football outsiders still had them bottom five in the league. Uh, and then, man, Rich, you're the king of the injury report. Have you looked at the injury report? If you like scroll down on the page, Houston takes up like over half of a page of your your browser. It's well, they well, got a lot of injuries. Well, most of you that guys, is most of that is the offensive line, which has been injured the entire season already. So yeah, these guys are trash. This is just two awful teams, and this is my law of two awful teams. You just take the points. I don't know, man. I, I believe in in Houston's defense. Um, looking across the board, Donnie had the Texans, but at a two, at a fourteen, and Brett joins me with the Texans in his top five. I know. I Brett- still love the Texans, though, for the record. <laughs> like, absolutely love them. You could have put them number two. I could have put them number two. The Colts <laughs> blow, absolutely blow. And uh, and Brett, you're all over Houston and DFS too, so no surprises here. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm looking at the pro football focus grades on this Indianapolis defense, and it is amazing. <laughs> like they have, they have two guys. Their two safeties are graded above 80. Everyone else below a 60. They've got guys in the 30s and low 40. I mean, this defense is so bad. Wait, the it's going to be an Osweiler. The, Big game from Osweiler this week. The 30s. The 30s. 39.7. 37. Like these guys are so bad. Uh, this game closes north of a field goal too. It's already at minus three. Uh, 113 on Pinnacle. Uh, uh, we're gonna see the hook by game time. I'll put a pizza. I'll be, I'll be on the Colts. Then. I'll, I'll put a pizza. Uh, I'll put. I'll put a pizza on this game. Getting to the hook. How about that? I'm looking at the injury report as a total aside. Mark Ingram is out with mud butt. What is this? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> uh, illness. Yeah, it's just a DNP. I'm sure he'll be fine. What a random aside. He's <laughs> Why didn't you bring it up during the Saints bit? Oh, I'm just looking. I, uh... <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks for derailing the show. Uh, moving on, we'll get to Donnie's number two pick now as we transition into the Lone Wolves. <laughs> Donnie. But first, have you checked out FantasySuperContest.com yet? Well, if you have then you know that the contest leader, Ripsaw, is an astounding 21-4 and against the spread over five weeks. A sharp selector, Ripsaw has selected 16 underdogs going 14-2 and and is a perfect 4-0 on home underdogs. If you're looking for other trends from the top 100 or 200 ranked teams to help your sports betting ventures, be sure to check out FantasySuperContest.com. That's FantasySuperContest.com. Dot com. Let's get to the Lone Wolves. Donnie, in true What's fashion, up? in true fashion, we mentioned one of them already, uh, the Eagles, uh, and I also alluded to your number two pick being a Lone Wolf selection. Donnie's got four this week, guys. So there's that. Um, Brett's got a couple. Moe's got a couple as well, uh, a pair that is, two each, and I've got one. But we'll start with DP, and we'll start with his number two and three selections, both uh, big favorites. 
Tell them to us, Donnie. Reveal these lone wolves. My number two, Patriots minus eight and a half versus the Bengals. Shocking. Shocking. I mean, come on. Listen, <laughs> the Bengals The Bengals are one in five against New England under Marvin. I have brains or peanuts for brains, Lewis. That guy is absolutely horrible, especially when he comes into New England. Uh, you know, normally you look at a team that, that, that put up a stinker the week before and you say, you know what, they're going to have a get right game. They're going to rebound. They're going to turn it around the Bengals. No, they're a completely different breed. They just roll up on the ground. They're, they're, they're horrible. They're and three in new England average point differential in the games when they're one and five is the Patriots plus 14.33 when they've gone and three in new England plus 15.67 for the Patriots. That covers the eight and a half point spread by my math, by my math, by a lot. I mean, Brady's back. The Patriots are just going full fu mode right now. It's it's great. Also, uh, in the Super Contest alone, New England four and one, four and one against the spread. Uh, Bengals one and four against the spread. I have no faith in this Bengals team. You guys know that, and uh, I have all the faith in Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Well, rest, so let's go. Rest assured, nobody had the Bengals higher than a seven, and that was me. Uh, and Brent and, Brent and Mo both had them at a two. So one of those right side situations, but we want nothing to do <laughs> with the Bengals in Foxborough. Is that a fair assessment, Brent and Mo? Yes. <laughs> you guys are smart then. I this line is fair. Yeah, I could just see this being a backdoor cover for the Bengals. Yeah, very, very fair line. Bengals, uh, surprisingly, uh, below average in DVOA. They come in as with a team DVOA of 19. Uh, so below teams like Tennessee, uh, the Giants, most favorite Giants. So the Bengals struggling uh, out of the gate. Uh, tell us your number three selection, another big favorite. This one, a road favorite. You got it. Well, this, this could be like a home game, though, because Pittsburgh Steelers fans travel extremely well and teams in general travel extremely well to Miami because Miami, they're the worst fans in the universe and they just don't have a team this year. So why would people ever show up to that game? People are going to get out of Pittsburgh, go down to the nice weather uh, and see the game there. Yeah, Steelers minus seven. I mean, the Dolphins just straight up suck. I don't understand why this line isn't higher. Um, this feels to me similar to what last week was with uh, Patriots versus Browns. Uh, the Patriots were 10 and a half there. Um, I just don't see how the Steelers aren't closer to 10 here. I just have no way, shape, or form how the Miami Dolphins and you know quarterback by Ryan Tannehill are going to be able to stay with the Steelers, who their offense is absolutely on fire, and their defense is playing better, and Ryan Tannehill just doesn't throw the ball. Uh, Miami's offensive line is horrible and they just cut two offensive linemen. I mean, it just, it's a mess in Miami. It's an absolute friggin' mess. Steelers four and one against the spread in the super contest. Miami one and four. It's, it's, it's just, it's a joke. Miami's a joke. They're going to get blown out here. I'm actually surprised that they didn't hang double digits here because people would have still bet Pittsburgh. <laughs> like they're not taking the dolphins. They're just not doing it. Uh, oh yeah, they could literally put any number up and squares, right. but you, they they got to be careful of those those sharps, man. I mean, they'd be all all over Miami at that point. Uh, Mo, uh, unsurprisingly, uh, had the Dolphins. Okay, well, obviously it's a lone wolf. Mo had them at a seven. Uh, Brett again wanted no nothing to do with the game. Pick the right side, but put it right at the bottom at a one, and I had it low as well in my bottom half at a six. So again, uh, right side. But what nothing to do with betting against the Steelers. Not not a damn thing. So, Donnie, you might be onto something here by sticking your neck out on these lone wolves because we are sheepishly taking the other side with no real conviction. I just like to bet on good teams against shitty teams. Uh, and your last one, it's in your bottom half. Uh, you got the Detroit Lions. Against the Rams, three and a half point favorites at home. Uh, the hook is probably what scared off uh, my fellow members and myself. I know. Yeah, they're begging you to take the Rams. They are. <laughs> they are in this context. Uh, they are begging you to take the Rams, but going down to three was a huge indicator for me. Uh, but the Lions, we are uh, we're Lions whispers. So 
You got any strong conviction here, DP? Yeah, the the Rams suck. I mean that that start to the season was a complete mirage. It was a fluke, and now we're going to see who the Rams really are. The Lions, they're all right. They're better than the Rams. That's they, for damn they're, sure. They're last uh, in defense, so so they kind of suck too. Uh, I mean, kind of suck, yeah. But I just I can't trust this Ram teams at all. I mean, they're a crap bag team with a mediocre coach who's barely mediocre. I mean, it's just. Did you see what he did? What Fisher did last week? That guy's a joke of a head coach. Oh, I was there. I, yeah, I, you were there. You had a, you had a front row seat to the, the debacle that was, is Jeff Fisher. It was right. That was scary. It was right in front of the end zone we were sitting in, and my mouth hit the disgusting uh, beer-soaked concrete floor in front of me when they faked that punt. Could not believe that that was a real thing after choosing to uh, kick a field goal from the four-yard line. Uh, <laughs> none, of, none of it like, makes sense. Just, un, just unbelievable decision-making. Look, uh, the biggest problem with this one is uh, that Jeff Fisher might not even have to make a decision in this game. Right. This is one of those. They, they might is... just come out and hand it to Todd Gurley, and he might run for 150 yards. This Detroit defense, I, I'm really scared that Todd Gurley is going to freight train these guys this week. Yeah, this is the most special. This is the run straight game. Like, literally. Yeah, you just come out, hand it <laughs> off, and run straight every play. Like, get Todd Gurley in your DFS lineups because old boy is due. Yeah. He is due, uh, and this could be 200 yards uh, from TG2. Yeah, Lions without Holody Nada this week, too. They are an absolute mess on defense. Yeah, and already, already no dead Holodinata last. Nada and no DeAndre Levy? Yeah. Yeah, this, Yikes. Yeah, this, is, a, this is a run straight game. And, uh, and the Rams defense, uh, that is their best side of the ball. And it is strong. I was I was very impressed uh, at how well their defense, how the speed on their defense uh, last week. I mean, what what I was most impressed by was Shady because my God, that guy still has Man, it. Man, he looked good. Guy, his lateral quickness is is unbelievable. His Twitter handle is so perfect. Cut on a dime, twenty five. You Be- know, you know who this Lions team reminds me of. Who's that? It's it, it's last year's Raiders. You can't take these guys as favorites. Yeah. You just can't do it. Uh, so those are Donnie's lone wolves. Uh, we'll keep it with Mo. We already got his uh, Colts lone wolf selection. And now we'll go to his lower tier. And it's a team that Mo, Mo and Brett, because they share a brain, have been on for most of the season. Uh it's and you selected a team that is currently 0-4 against the spread in the super contest, but it's goaded home. You're laying the four and a half with the Packers. Talk about it, Mel. Is anybody more overvalued than the Cowboys? They have to be so overvalued right now. I mean, right here, it's just man, you're getting the Packers at home in a spot where the public is 50-50 on this one. And honestly, the only thing that really scares me is that it's moving the other way. If the Packers were minus uh, four here in the contest, uh, they'd be a lot higher for me. But uh, unfortunately, because I hate laying four and a half, it's just such an ugly number to give up. it it gives me pause here, but uh, Aaron Rodgers at home, guys. I mean, there's no safer bet in the NFL. Are the Packers good? Yeah, no. they're good. This defense. No, no they're amazing. overrated. They're not good. Is Mike is Mike McCarthy still the coach? Then no, they're not. Good. What's they're weird good. is Green Bay's defense might be better than their offense. Yeah, their defense looks pretty good. <laughs> I, Aaron Rodgers is goat, but goats still need to be coached. And they do way too much, hike the ball, and be goat. If you look at their offense, how many times does Rodgers throw off a weird angle? And I know he can do it. I know he can contort his body sideways and throw a perfect strike. But that doesn't mean that should be the offense. Like There should be some semblance of a design or a plan. And 
I know they've had a bye. If anything, they should have looked better last week coming off a bye at home, and they didn't. I mean, the Giants' defense is pretty good, but it's certainly not hold Goat to like 200 yards at home. Like, something's weird with Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers has looked mysteriously mediocre. I mean, he's missing throws. That just I feel like in past years, he would make in his sleep. I don't know. I, I like the Cowboys here. Uh, Dak has looked amazing. Um, but honestly, that's kind of why I like the Packers too. I, I feel like, I feel like he can't continue to play this mediocre. Like unless there's some sort of injury we don't know about, uh, he's gonna play better. I mean, what if the team is just? What if the offense is just bad though? I mean, we we have enough of a sample to suspect that their offense might just not be good. I mean, Randall Cobb is might just not be good. Yeah, I don't think he's good at this point. I mean, although he, I mean, did we know Devonte Adams. We know Devonte Adams is not yeah, good. Yeah, like, last year when he was supposed to be the WR one, it was just a complete train wreck, and Rodgers had no help. So I, I think it's safe to say he's not very good. But so Cowboys nearly made the top five for everybody else. Uh, I had them right outside at uh, 9 out of 14. Donnie had them 8 out of 14, as did Brett, 8 out of 14. And we know Brett. Brett is the Cowboys guy, the Zeke touter, uh, the number one lover of Dallas. Tell us why you... Best uh, offense in football. Yeah. Best offense in football. They climbed up to number two in DVOA. It, offense. You know it's, what? It's a real thing. That's, they're not the best offense in football. You know what? But you know what? they're very good. Why can't they be? I don't know, guys. If, if They can't be stopped. The offensive line, if that unit stays healthy, which is a huge if in the NFL, um, I don't know, guys. It's just it's a lot easier when you have protection. Uh, and as as much as Dak isn't as good a thrower as Tony Romo, he just isn't. He's just not as good an NFL thrower yet as Tony Romo. He creates uh, an additional running lane, and he freezes at least one player every time they run out of shotgun. They just have to respect the fact that he can keep the ball, and that's something that Romo won't be able to do. They won't be able to run that read option look at a shotgun and freeze either the end or the uh, outside linebacker, or a, a safety if they bring them down. Uh, and th- you know, that's dangerous <laughs> when you got a guy uh, that can do that. So, Packers have crushed opposing running games this year, though, and I still have lingering doubts about not necessarily just Dak, but that any NFL passing game without a downfield threat can really survive. I don't like this spot for Dallas. Des back though? I, don't I think mean, so. it said limited. I'm amazed he's practicing, but even if he does, even if he does, it's like, is he going to be a hundred percent? Yeah, probably not. Cowboys five and zero oh against the spread in the super contest. That's a bad thing though. <laughs> and the Packers are zero oh and four. That's also a bad thing though. You never bet against a streak. That's rule number one of roulette. Okay. <laughs> Roulette tips in this thread. I mean, that's yeah, like that's a that's a bad Donnie's thing. Bringing it today. That's a bad thing, Donnie. That means uh, we're not getting value in the number. Uh, no, this is this is this is a great great bet. All right, let's move on to Brett, who once again has the Homer pick of the week. Not only did he lay, this is unbelievable. Not only did you lay seven and a half with the Buffalo Bills, but you put them in your top five. Explain yourself. Hey, uh, hey, what's what's the line right now on Pinnacle, though? It is nine. It is nine. So I, I'm I'm shocked that Mo doesn't like the Bills here because we're getting free points, right? If you listen to some very smart people, the line move right. has nothing to do with sharp bets, betters. These points aren't really worth that much. And uh, the best they are when they are the fact when this that it's not. 10. It's not moving the other way, though. And the, is the, it? the Niners just acquired a top 10 quarterback, too. Oh, my God. Get the fuck out of here. Captain. I mean, America. look, never never did I think I would see the Bills as touchdown favorites, but here we are. And uh, we get Kaepernick at home. I'm not a Kaepernick believer. There's a reason this guy was sitting behind Blaine Gabbert for five weeks. 
Chip has zero faith in this guy, clearly, uh, even though the offense is better suited for him. Suited for him. So, I mean, it's just I, can, I see the Bills rolling here defensively. The 49ers without their best player, Navarro Bowman. The front seven is terrible. And that means huge things for Shady and Tyrod in the run game this week. Plus, we're getting heavy wins in Buffalo this week, which benefits the Bills' style of football. I don't see any way San Francisco keeps this close because I can't see them scoring this week. I think this is going to be like a 28-6 to six game. Gabbert playing had nothing to do with Kaepernick's skill level and everything to do with his contract. Let's be honest. Anybody that looks at those two guys in football pads and picks Blaine Gabbert, just fire them at all levels. Gabbert was better than Kaepernick last year. Pop Warner, high school, middle school, just get him off the team. You're better off putting somebody who is a chess player. as Kaepernick's a, a better athlete. Who's the better quarterback? Colin Kaepernick, come on, no, man. They both suck at quarterback. I mean, they both suck. No, Kaepernick has I think actually this is played one of good. Gabbard, Gabbard is such a is such a an awful player in every aspect. He's beyond bad. Like what he does well is being mobile, and if you line him up next to Kaepernick, Kaepernick blows him out of the water in terms of mobility. Like if you did one of those, uh, I don't know how to describe it, like star charts where it, it stretches at your your best qualities compared to other players at the position. At the position, Gabbert's best quality is his mobility, and he's nowhere near as athletic as Kaepernick. So it's like a total no brainer uh, to to get. What about what about game management? How's how's Kaepernick with his game management? What's the, he's not going to be able to hear anything this the, weekend. What's the point of managing a game if you're not leading? Right, like you don't put a game manager or quarterback when your team is awful. No, they, I just mean calling a calling plays at at the huddle. I mean, and they don't call plays. They the do. Direct, they do. They do the Oregon thing. They just they get to the line and they look over yeah, at the sideline. Signs. They hold up the Scott Van Pelt signs <laughs> and run their offense. Looks like a bunch of idiots out there. Uh, I don't know. You're, the first sentence you said in your explanation is the reason why I'm pretty much all in at the Niners. Uh, who would have thought the Bills would be touchdown favorites? Uh, they've only laid seven or more at home three times in the last ten years, and unsurprisingly, uh, they're one and two in those scenarios. And I've seen it firsthand. Uh, Donnie cites it regularly: the Rex Ryan experience. Just when you think, just when you get to the top of the roller coaster, you've been sitting there excitedly. You've heard the clicks. Uh, instead of going down and enjoying your time, uh, you usually just get stuck at the top. Uh, yeah, and that <laughs> Brett didn't even mention that. Rex Ryan's already celebrating. <laughs> what the hell was he doing last night, Brett? Tell the people. He was just enjoying a few beverages at the same Yeah, when he should be in the his, fucking film boys. room studying tape with his fucking brother. No, they're out there getting drunk. Pounding. That 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 guy is that guy is so ignorant and so not focused on football. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh and your other lone wolf. Uh it's in your lower tier. I feel like it's a team that you 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 have near and dear to your heart, though, uh, and it's another <laughs> mind-blowingly high uh, touchdown favorite at home. It's the Titans. No love for Cody Kessler. No, are we? We you guys are back on the Browns again. Why wouldn't we be? The I'm Titan- on the Browns, fam. The, the, That's our the, team. The Titans. Tennessee is just going to run all over this team. This is the Tennessee. This is, I, the Titan, the college football Tennessee Titans. The Titans minus seven. That is a, I don't know, man. That's more of an abomination of the Bills being a touchdown favorite. I don't think so. the Titans' offense is actually kind of good. The Titans. Like, I mean, we the, talk about. Stop. Did you just talk about the, Titan, the Titans' no, offense? We talk about the, the Titans' offense we is talk actually about the Dallas' offensive line. This offensive line is actually better than Dallas's. Oh, great. It's so good. Okay, their O line is solid so far, but they have something called Mariota at QB. Dude is a turnover machine. The Titans offense is so good that they put up 16 points against the Lions and 10 points against the Raiders. So good. They scored some points last week against a bad team. They're going to do it this week, too. 10 points against the Raiders. Rancho Cucamonga High School could score 10 points against the Raiders. Yeah, that's bad. Cleveland's feisty, man. They come out and scrap. They play with heart. Yeah, there we go. 
Don't give me that. We one. need hard. Cleveland. Cleveland. They, no, they do. They do battle. In, in we the say this every week, and they got slaughtered last week. Yeah, they were playing the, they goat, the goat. Okay, goat. chill. It happens. Okay, Jesus. They played. They goat. also put something Whitehurst at QB. Yeah, we had. Yeah, we had, there's nothing you could do about that. They were they were tied seven seven, and they had the ball driving guys. when they had a competent QB, and then that competent QB got competent. Hurt. Competent QB. We're calling Cody Kessler competent. Yeah, he's he's competent to at least go out there and make some plays. Did he not just drive down the field and score on New England and then had the ball back and was driving again? Yes, that happened. His numbers are reasonable so far. Yeah. I mean, he's actually an NFL quarterback as opposed to clipboard Jesus. <laughs> We're also as uh, long as we oh. can as long as we can fade one of the nineteen quarterbacks for Cleveland getting hurt this week. Then the Browns should cover this game. Might be a tall ask, though. That that is a tall ask because everyone gets hurt. But I mean, come on. I, I got worried. The when Titans I was, suck. I got yeah. The Titans are not good at football. I'm I got, worried about Joe Thomas being out here, though. I, I was worried. Uh-oh. I was worried when, when I saw this at seven and a half, but it's it's seven and a half minus one twenty five uh, for the Browns. So this is this game's going to go back to seven. Um, so uh, no no real alarm there. Um, uh, number three in rush offense DVOA. I mean, I understand. Number three. I understand. Yeah, weren't the Browns number one? I, I understand. Before last week? I understand all that, but you need to be able to score points, a lot of them, to cover seven. And they just, they're not capable of doing that. They just, they scored 16 and 10 against the Lions and Raiders, respectively. You're going to be two games. What did they do last week? Are you forgetting about what they did last week? Yeah, against Two 30 awful plus? teams take the points. Yeah, especially when there's seven of them. I don't even know why I'm arguing. I got this as my third lowest game. <laughs> let's, just, let's just Pizza. move on. Oh, all right. All right, last lone wolf. You know what, guys? I'm surprised by this. I really am. Especially you, Mo. I'm always surprised. But I shouldn't be surprised by Mo. Because when I did the team rankings this week mo isn't really a whisperer on any team because he diversifies his picks so frequently he never really gets on a team because he's you're a bit of a slave to the market mo did the falcons performance in denver last week change your opinion on your opinion on the team uh i think more than anything we're looking at denver not being that great Mm -hmm. as they were playing early in the season but uh yeah falcons look good Seahawks at home, though, guys. I got uh, not high, but I'm laying the six and a half with the Hawks coming off the Seahawks are the sharp side coming on 100%. Are they really? Yes. Public's piling on the Falcons. Joe Public gets on and sees this. Falcons are getting six and a half. He's loving the Falcons, how good they've been playing. Oh, I feel even better about this then. Hawks are the sharp side 100% here. I think this is a slaughter off a bye at CenturyLink. They just watched exactly what the Falcons want to do against a good secondary. They want to play that dink and dunk, get the ball to Coleman, get the ball to Freeman. And I think they're going to game plan for that. I think they're going to force Matt Ryan to go vertical, which is uh, not the best strategy against the Hawks. I just feel I just feel it in my bones. I feel a roll show here uh, by the Hawks. Uh, Donnie does not think that way. He's got the Falcons in his top five. Brett has them in the middle of the pack. And uh, Mo, you've got the Falcons, but low. Why'd you pick the Falcons if the Hawks are the, re- are the uh, sharp side, Mo? I'm still feeling like a backdoor cover here or something. I mean, you can get your ass kicked pretty good and still cover six and a half. Uh, like you, I do see the Falcons getting beat up a little bit here, but six and a half is still quite a bit. Donnie, tell me why you love the Falcons. I'm not that big on the Seahawks, and I've officially bought in to the Falcons. I think that this is the win that they get, and you say that was the time that they turned the page. All right, so I know I'm on the right side then. Falcons aren't going to win. <laughs> This is the year, guys. This is the, this is the year that they actually do win this game. Oh, so then Hawks money line. Is this just two? I might. Uh, yeah, I'm about to money line Hawks. Might, Falcons are not going to win. Yeah. I'll money line the Falcons. I think the Falcons could win here for sure, and it has a lot to do with the weather. I'm 
I think we're going to see some pretty disgusting weather in Seattle this weekend. And the, the Seahawks can't run the football. 3.3 yards per carry so far this year. Uh, yeah, that does favor the Falcons. They have a much better offensive line and running game. So your body's not ready? <laughs> never. My body is never ready for Kristen Michael. <laughs> the awakening. Who's who's coming for somebody over there? It's got to be Buffalo, New York. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me. <laughs> Nobody else is awake besides Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's go through the Lone Wolves real quick. I've got the Hawks. Donnie has... Get a pen and paper. The Patriots, Steelers, Eagles, and Lions, three road favorites. Donnie went back to his square roots this week. Brett's got Bills and Titans, two touchdown favorites. And Mo has the Colts and the Packers. You guys ready for the card? Oh, I'm ready. We've discussed four of the games on the card. One of them is a consensus pick that we have not discussed yet. So let's get to number one. It's the Saints, plus three at home against the Panthers. We already discussed this. Uh, Nothing more really needs to be said. The next game is a consensus pick that, again, we have not discussed. It's a home favorite. I am so happy that this game made the card. <laughs> Your boys, though. It's the Arizona Cardinals laying the seven and a half against the New York Jets. If instead of green and white with a circle emblem with the words J-E-T-S on them, if the team going to Arizona on Monday night wore a silver helmet, I guess a bronzed helmet with a pirate flag, uh, this line would be 10 and a half or 10, but just because they are the New York Jets, this is not double digits. Uh, the Jets are a complete clown show on defense, uh, 30th in defense DVOA, dead last against the pass. And it's not just that they're dead last. They are 20 percentage points worse than the 30th worst team in the NFL against the pass. I understand that they may be getting Darrell Rivas back this week, but man, it is too little, too late. Secondary sucks. Yeah, and he's not is even Darrell Rivas even good? He's not well, he's better not he's better than replacement level. Is, okay. is fair to say. That's fair. But he's he's not gonna make make up for any difference here. This is going to uh, Cardinals ten days eleven days rest because they get it's a Monday night game. Eleven days rest, coming home. Carson Palmer's back. I mean, if you have not chosen Arizona in your uh, survivor pool yet, uh, I don't know what you're who, doing. Who the hell gave him that schedule? What the hell is that crap? I'll tell you one thing: put Arizona in every teaser this week. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand this. I honestly don't understand. How this Man, is not are we really doing this though? Seven and a half on Illum. Yeah, we're doing it. I'm, we're fading Illum, guys. This is prime time Illum. Prime. Yeah, I think this is the Illum game of the week. This game closes at ten. Yeah, it's gonna close at a pile above seven and a half. After, it just has to. After everybody loses on Sunday, they're going to fire everything they have on the Cardinals. They're gonna be taking out third mortgages to fire. On the Cardinals. And this game, I mean, at least nine. It closes at, a, at at least nine, if not ten. This line is stupid. It's just a stupid line. Obviously, I wish we weren't given the hook, but still, seven and a half. I mean, oh, if Cardinals were only minus seven, they'd probably be in my top five. <laughs> That's what they I mean, though. They would for sure be in my top That's five. What I, mean. I, I would have taken Cardinals at minus ten here, I think. Uh, Mo, you had them in your lower tier just because you can't stomach laying points. It's <laughs> so tough, but man, I I did cap this at nine. I just I don't know. <laughs> They're so, they are so bad, and we didn't even talk about the keg, the Fitzpowder keg against one of the more blitz heavy defenses in the league. He's going to be facing pressure. He's going to be freaking out. He's going to be facing negative game script. I, I think we might free Gino by halftime, guys. It might be that bad. This could be the free Gino game. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Free yeah. Gino in primetime. Let's go. 
All right, Donnie had this in his top five. Brett almost put it in his top five. Mo had it in his lower tier. This is a roll show. Let's go cards. Uh, number like th- number three. We're really doing it again, Brett. We're really doing it again. We're on the Browns. Cleveland, city of champions. Oh, my God. Browns plus- Year of Cleveland. Believeland. Let's go. <laughs> Browns plus seven over Titans. The Titans should the Titans shouldn't lay seven against a middle school team. It's just it's just a dumb line. Anything, Brett? Yeah, I, I hate I hate this. <laughs> I actually hate this. I can't get behind this team being minus seven against <laughs> professionals. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mariota's gonna go wild in this game. Just watch. <sighs> no, Mariota had his go wild last week. He's better than I think. He's better than you guys give him credit for. I, mean, I, I I think Mariota's a fine quarterback, but I, you know, he's still got a long ways to go. Mariota's oh, really sure. Mariota's really good when he's not throwing the ball. Yeah, he still only threw for 165 <laughs> yeah, yards or something. Exactly, he doesn't have to throw. That's not why they drafted him. In professional footballs, you have to throw. <laughs> like of course, he football. has to throw. He doesn't have to throw for 300 yards every game. I mean. Get to 200. <laughs> Stop throwing picks. He's a turnover machine. Yeah, he's not He's not good at throwing the ball. Uh, all right. Number four. It's too sharp for our own good, guys. I really don't like this. But we got, I love it. I got the, we got the Washington professional football team at home. Oh, fuck off. Plus, yes. You guys are ridiculous. Plus the two and a half. It's for too, the love of God. This is the worst thing I've ever heard of. It's way too sharp for our own good. We're really, I really have to sit down at 10 a.m. West Coast time on Sunday and, and watch and root for Kirk Cousins, guys. Yeah, <laughs> especially Kirk Cousins, who only cares about baseball, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, more Mo, more overrated. Kirk Cousins or Bryce Harper? Kirk Cousins by a country mile. <laughs> He's still so bad, but whatever. I we'll take the line value and just I'm just gonna have to throw up when we I hate when the, Kirk Cousins throws two picks. Just and, from just from like a fun like having fun on Sunday. Like this will be this game, no matter the outcome, this will be the single reason on Sunday why I don't enjoy myself watching football. It will be this game, regardless yeah, of the outcome. Is, I I do this to myself every week, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, la- last week it was the Giants for me. Holy shit, I was ready to break something, and that's gonna be this game this week. Way too sharp for own good guess. Uh, and the final game is another road underdog akin to the Browns. We got Dak on the card again, guys. Cowboys plus the four and a half in Lambeau. I don't like this. Well, it is the fifth game. And apologies for rushing last week. I had to get to work. So, why, why did nobody besides me like the Jags? Uh, I like the Jags. The, ja- like the Jags. The Jags was split. The Bears are awful. So are the Jaguars. The Jags They're are injured. Awful. So the are the Jags are coming off a bye. And and that means nothing. And they still have Bortle service at, at quarterback. Uh, we were split. You guys on, took the Bears as favorites. We were split on this game. Donnie and I both had the Bears at a three out of fourteen. So it was in our lower tier. Jaguars are the better team, and they're at home. Wait, what? You mean Bears? <laughs> Sorry, yes, Bears are the better team, and they're at home. The Bears are better than the Jags now. By by a smidge, yes. No way. Uh, Jags, no way. Jags, public dog, and just a bad football team. Jags can do one thing well: play defense against the pass. The Bears do nothing well. I mean, why can't Jordan? Or, why why can't whatever. we can roll with Dak? But this is the week the train comes off the tracks well, for Dallas. Well, I see, I see one one game sitting right there, right in front of you, Mo. Yeah, I think this is a good week for Mo to use his veto. He does not sound happy about this. Yeah, I don't like this. I don't like this. I mean, look at your card. One bit. I'm thinking right. Is now. it the Raiders? Uh, the Raiders uh, were 
right down the middle as well. Okay. Uh, Brett had them in his top five. Mo had them in the middle of the pack. And Donnie and I were on the right side. I have the Chiefs in my top five. I actually love that game. Uh, Chiefs coming off a bye. They're just a better football team than the Raiders. The Raiders are, are very flawed on, on one side of the ball and pretty good on the other. Where the Chiefs are just a good football team from top to bottom. So I'm still a believer in this Raiders defense. It's it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna I come together eventually. Andy Reid twelve and five against the spread after a bye. God, you guys sound like religious. Andy, yeah, he is really good. Solid. You guys sound like religious freaks. It's gonna happen. How much tape do you have to see? How many games do you have to see in order they to just can't realize? Be this bad. Why not? They, they were no, decent they last year. Oh, so what? They got. Something. They have all the same guys. Mm, Sean they, Smith. There's a there. lot of talent on this defense. Okay, so the the redeem team in Philadelphia the. With Chip, that had a lot of talent everywhere. They were just a bad football team. All right. Well, you know what? Yes. What do we know? This Mo? is. This is. Uh, I gotta do it because. I, I mean, it'd be great for the brand if you vetoed the game yeah. that I was thinking of. Yeah, if you stop bitching about things and actually use this damn veto. I'm just gonna do it because because Rich tells me, make sure I read the injury report. I'm reading the injury report. This Giants. They their whole secondary is in. Hold on, you're gonna put this fucking game in the card? Yup. Let's go. This is Ravens the worst. plus three. This is a hundred percent. This is literally the only game on my card that I don't give a shit about touching, and you put this thing in our top five. I cannot believe you are doing this right now. It's the right side. It's a consensus pick, which I love. This is so on brand. Well done, Mo. We uh, we torture you with the Giants. We cover miraculously, <laughs> miraculously on Sunday Night Football with the Giants. And the very next week, we veto in a team against the Giants. Anti-torture. This team is a train wreck. <laughs> Anti-torture for Mo. Again, a consensus this, this pick. This could be the game that this could be the game that that they 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 blow up. No, you know what? This is the game in a good way. This in is, a good way. This yeah. Th- this is the game. Uh, did I? I think I said this at work. This is the Eli three interception game. Whole secondary. No, this injury. could also be the Eli five touchdown game. No, is he's what just, I'm saying. no, he's just not good at football. Uh, I don't know yeah, why why we can't wrap our heads around defense. it. Uh, this is a, the wrong line. Plus three isn't a right line here. But we don't got Steve Smith, do we? We got Dennis Pitta, bruh. Great. <laughs> Great white hope, Dennis Pitta. We might, we might have something. Amazing. We might have something, Kenneth Dixon too. Is that a thing? This is this is Harbaugh versus Mac a dumbass. Oh my god, yeah, Mac a right. dumbass. I love it. That guy, that guy should not have a job in the NFL. He's I mean, awful. that guy. Yo, what the awful. hell? I love Who when is they, that clown they hired. I love when they cut to him on the sideline and he just has his head buried in the playbook. Like he's not even watching the game. He's not. Working with the system. Trying to figure out how to spell the fucking words on his paper. <laughs> he's not that working. Th- that guy's so dumb. He's not working with players. He's not talking to assistants. He's not offering advice to anybody. He just buries his head in the play chart. This, how did that guy get hired? Because Odell Beckham Jr. got drafted and nutted out all, all yeah, over the I entire league. I don't even know who something McAdoo is. <laughs> no. He is forever going to be known as Dumbass now. That is his new name. Yeah, good. Well played, Brett. So, so Cowboys Packers off the card. Ravens Giants is in, uh, which leaves Donnie. You can veto out the Redskins. Oh wait, no, you can't because you no, I can't. Blew your veto. <laughs> you blew it. Blasted up. it off. Yeah. All right. If the if there what the are hell do we have what's our number five the Ravens oh my god Ravens this plus fuck. three over Giants the what Ravens th- fucking suck just so you guys know what a what are gonna be thanking me this is great Donnie says off the top when Aaron Rodgers rolls at home Donnie says off the top that he loves every game but one that game is the- and this game is on the friggin card <laughs> that game includes the Giants which torture <laughs> Mo eternally I love the Cowboys this week and it gets vetoed like I love the Cowboys money line I love the Cowboys with the points I I love every prop for the Cowboys. The fucking Cowboys are going to crush the fucking shitty ass overrated Packers. We'll just veto them in. Oh wait, I can't. <laughs> Is that it? Anybody else have anything else to say? I know Brett's not vetoing out his crazy racial slurs pick. No way. Brett, when did you become too sharp for own good? Uh, I blame Mo. 
I, I mean, I had very little NFL betting experience when we did the start of this last year, and I've, I think I've kind of morphed into Mo <laughs> gradually as we've gone along. No wonder why we suck. The more Mo we have <laughs> in the formula. Brett's sharp. Let's go. <laughs> I, Brett's like, Brett's a disciple. <laughs> a disciple. A disciple. <laughs> At least I have a new God. nickname. No more Burt Minotti. We got the disciple. I'm so I can't happy. believe we have to rely on the Redskins. All right, here's the card. Saints plus three. Cardinals minus seven and a half. My favorite pick. Browns plus seven. Redskins plus two and a half. And Ravens plus three. Let's go collective. I think we, I think we talked about every I'm, game. I'm cautiously week. optimistic, yeah. Uh, the only game we did not talk about, we talked briefly Dolphins-Steelers, I guess, because it was a lone wolf. Yeah, all you need to know is that the Dolphins suck. All right, let's go four and one, boys. Uh, if you guys want to tweet at us, we're Gridiron Gamble on Twitter. Individually, we've got at Brett Colson, C O L S O N, at Mo Nawara, N U W W A R A H, at Donnie underscore Peters, and I'm at Rich T Ryan. Best of luck to you and your betting ventures. Don't forget to send your picks to us. We'll see you next week. Peace out.